0: Plantagenet, by Mike Walker. Richard III, The Three Brothers.
1: Like most stories, my story starts before it starts.
2: What's up, Clarence? Nothing. Much? Are you supposed to be kicking that thing around inside? I'm not kicking, I'm bouncing. Besides, who cares,
3: Dick? I mean Kiss! Oh, oh dear, now look what you've done! I didn't do anything. <laughs> what in Hades name is going on here?
1: It's a story about three brothers. One who I think loved me. One who I think hated me. And one who I think Belonged to the devil. And which was which? Well, the devil knows his own, but as to the rest, the devil may care.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's enough, both of you. <laughs> come on, Ned. Uh, hey, wait, more. Uh, far wall, top right hand side. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. That's no. no fair. You hit the middle. Enough. I
2: said. Oh, come on, Ned. You're not the king.
4: yet. I will be tomorrow.
5: Will you, to the utmost of your power, maintain the laws of God, the Holy Church of Rome, and the true profession of the Gospel? I will. But today you're still just Ned, right? Right.
4: Yes. Tomorrow I can have your heads cut off just like that. And today, well, I'll just take the ball, yeah. you two little <laughs>
6: boys! Come <laughs> oh, yeah, right, on, you oh, oh, uh, Don't let him, what are uh, you uh, doing?
5: Right, right, guy.
3: End wall, middle picture.
2: Right. Oh, oh, hey. oh, nice one, Ned. Oh. Uh, whose picture did you just destroy? Uh, I think it's Mad Henry.
3: Well, I've got his throne, so. <laughs> what should I do with it? Oh, throw it away.
2: Who needs old kings when we've got a new one in the family?
5: (laughs) Will you solemnly promise and swear to govern the peoples of England according to their respective laws and customs? The things which I have here before promised,
4: I will perform and keep. So help me God.
5: God save King Edward IV. God save!
2: It's really, really amazing, isn't it? He did it. I mean, Ned did it. I, who would have thought he had it in him? I mean, to lead an army, take a throne, even if it was from a woman. I did. You did what? <laughs> thought he had it in him. And Margaret, what? Some kind of woman. <coughs> oh, and you can't play football in the Abbey. I can do anything I want I'm the king's Brother. Ooh!
5: Boys! Boys! It is not seemly.
2: Sorry, my Lord Bishop. This is God's house. Oh, really? Is, is it really? Yes, young sir, and it would do you well to respect that. We shall go at once, Bishop. I'm sorry for any trouble. Here, cats! Stop <laughs> it! You hit me! And, and, and oh, here yeah, back home we call it a Yorkshire kiss. <laughs> this is,
5: the king will hear of this. You can tell me, and I'll tell him next time I see him. Do not make an enemy of the church, Bishop, Bishop, my lord. Go.
2: Now, and keep your peace, because you do not want to make enemies of us. Go!
1: Three brothers. Ned, Clarence and Dick. Edward, the king. Clarence, then in his early twenties, and Richard, still finding his way. As was the king, against his critics and his friends.
7: My lords,
4: be silent for the
8: king, gentlemen.
4: I can see, my lords, that you are used, we are all used, to a lack of discipline. It's only natural. The times have made it that way, and we are men of our times. But it is now time for us to make something new. A stable land in which men and trade can flourish, Mm. through which travellers can go in safety. I promised these things at my coronation. I intend to honour that promise. I will also say that in future, when I ask for silence, it will be given. Immediately, who does not hold his tongue will pay with his tongue. This nation needs to find respect for the throne again.
8: God bless you, sire. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. God bless his yes, My, lord.
4: My lord of Warwick will go as our representative to France to settle matters with King Louis and perhaps regain some of what was lost by mad Henry. Yeah. About time, too. Our job at home is to make this nation great. We have our work cut out, but Englishmen have never been afraid of bending their backs and getting down to it. Yeah.
1: And then this happened.
2: Richard! You rode well today. I always do, Ned. My lord of Warwick taught me how, and he was never a man to hold back on the whip for horse or boy. Oh, stood you in good stead. Oh, good steed. <laughs> here he's in France now, whipping
4: them off. Oh, something like that. Tell the truth, I'm happier when he's not looking over my shoulder. You know Clarence has his eye on the older Warwick daughter. Well, I know you were always sweet on little Anne. <laughs> oh, we were children
2: then. <laughs> are you happy with the idea of Clarence allying himself to that family? Shouldn't I be? Well, look, Ned, Your Majesty, I love him. We all do, but there are times when Madcap just becomes... totally mad, and... What? Come on, Dick, you've got that look in your eye. Well, Warwick... Is by a long yard the richest man in the country. Add Isabel's portion to what Clarence already has. He has ambitions, Ned. They may be crazy, but then whoever
4: thought you'd be king? I'll keep an eye. Don't. Who is that? Who? The beauty.
2: Lizzie Woodville. Her father, Rivers, sits on your council. Excuse me, Dick.
1: Your Majesty. Madam. I hear, sir, that you were successful today. Eh? In the hunt. You brought down more than anyone else, they say.
4: Oh, they'd say that whether it was true or not. Because you're the king. Yes. One of the attributes of the job. No one wants to tell the king the truth.
1: (laughs) You don't say if that is a good thing or a bad thing, Your Majesty.
4: Sometimes it's a good thing, my lady. And sometimes it's a bad thing.
1: And what about the king? Eh? Does he always tell the truth?
4: Well, he is the king. What he says must be the truth, surely.
1: And if he said, salt is sweet, would the court eat salt plums for treats? <laughs>
4: <laughs> you know, they probably would. You are a remarkably beautiful woman, madam. And that is the truth.
1: I know. I can read it in your eyes.
4: Huh. You are also remarkably forward, madam.
1: I have been married and widowed, sir. I have given birth to two sons. I have little fortune of my own and must do for them and for me. Life, I find, tends to knock the girl out of the woman.
4: The woman, madam, is magnificent. May we meet again later?
1: May I always speak the truth to you?
4: Do kings bargain?
1: I think kings are men, like any other in their breeches, And men, I'm told, bargain all the time. God, you
4: are amazing. Yes, the truth, always the truth.
1: Then, until later. In England, we talked of love. In France, a defeated queen... Poor, mad, sad, usurped Henry's Queen Margaret. Talked of something else to her uncle, King Louis, the
0: universal spider.
6: It's good to be back in France. Uh,
0: And King Henry, he...
6: Wants peace with France, as he always has. But you know that.
0: Indeed I do, madam. However, I also know that my lord of Warwick is enjoying our hospitality... And has a great wish to bring about a marriage between the usurper, Edward, and a French princess.
6: Alliance with those who overthrow their lawful king does not set a great precedent, Louis.
0: Ah, precedents, my dear Margaret, are for merchants and priests, not monarchs.
4: You are a very beautiful woman, Elizabeth.
1: You said so this afternoon.
4: Well, your beauty is... Ageless.
1: Or at least for the space of half a day. But
4: that was under the sun. And now. It is tonight.
1: Yes, it is. It's dark, and generally that means it is night.
4: Night is for love, for kisses. Is...
1: Uh, night is for sleeping. No, Ned, no!
4: I am your king, woman!
1: No, your
6: majesty!
4: No! Elizabeth, I love you.
1: So, what's to be done, Ned?
8: The King is in attendance at his royal council at Reading. God save the King!
4: Please, sit, all of you. It is our pleasure this day to welcome back our good servant
8: Warwick from France. Yes. My lord.
2: Yes. Your yes. Majesty,
8: members of the Council, I thank you. I have to report that relations with King Louis stand at a high. Ah. At the same time, relations with Burgundy also stand at a high. Yes. Not that either knows of our contacts with the other.
3: Hey.
2: <laughs>
8: And this is primarily due to the fact that both support the proposed marriage between Bonner of Castile and our sovereign Lord Edward, a match that will bring about a realignment of power and influence throughout greater France to our increasing advantage. I present you, sir, with a portrait of your bride-to-be. By all reports, a charming and lively young person. My lord of Warwick, uncle...
4: How can I thank you for your great efforts on behalf of our realm, this realm of England? We owe you more than we can ever repay.
8: Just marry the girl, sir, and that will be enough. (laughs) Well, Warwick, here's the thing.
4: The thing, Ned? I am already married. I married Dame Elizabeth Woodville three months since. I will leave my, uh, her father, Earl Rivers, my new Chancellor, to explain matters to the Council, and I know they will support my decision in
3: this matter. Thank you. wouldn't open the legs for you would she it's got nothing to do with it and making me look like an idiot throughout france that has i negotiated a royal match i'm sorry but that's the way it is she's my queen i always thought you understood marriage was about
8: far more important things than treading a ahead
3: ned i am the king you will not speak to me in that manner warwick and rivers her father is a capable man he's a nothing
8: and nobody they all are
3: what a bloody waste I had hoped for more from you. Was there anything else you wanted to say, my lord? Only... Oh, goodbye! Warwick!
8: My lord! Wait! Wait! What do you want, Clarence? I've had just about enough of your family today. Oh, it's a bit of a mess, isn't
2: it? Bloody woman. And there's a thousand of them, relatives, all dirt, poor and grasping. You think so? Oh, really? Everyone thinks so. Everyone who's anyone.
8: Why are you talking to me? What do you want?
2: I want your daughter Isabel.
8: Are you all completely mad? Your brothers just made me look like the horses ass of Europe, and now you Ned want to...
2: forbade the match. He completely refused permission. He knew exactly what he was setting up for you, how it would look.
8: He wants to make it
2: hurt.
5: And I want Isabel.
2: You're all ruled by your cops. He would hate it. Burn like vitriol, it would.
8: Isabel's in front.
2: Shall we go then? What do I get? You put one king on the throne. What's the stop you putting another? I have the same bloodline as Ned.
1: And so I was the queen. Enthroned at the Abbey and. Edward finally got what he wanted, a stable nation, but, but,
4: there's always a but.
6: You
1: are worried, my love.
4: Richard keeps on at me. He's concerned about Warwick and Clarence.
1: Your brother would never harm you, Ned.
4: There was always something odd about Clarence. When he was a child, I hardly saw him or Dick, they were so much younger, but that there were stories about cats and rats and things, found torture. Mm. At the same time, he can be so nice. People like him, until they hate him. Oh, maybe I should have let him marry Isabel, and yet...
1: What does Richard say?
4: That Warwick is getting old, and the only thing he has to lose now is his reputation, and he's deeply hurt. He'll use Clarence and he'll use King Louis, who has no love at all for England, to salve that wound.
0: My Lord of Warwick, how pleasant to see you in my court. Your Majesty. But a greater pleasure still is to bring together those who have been in enmity until now. Yourself and our great niece, Queen Margaret of England.
6: My Lord of Warwick, you have had a long journey.
8: <coughs> Madam.
6: Your Majesty will do, Warwick.
8: Your Majesty, I stand before you. Your
6: knees will do, Warwick.
8: If you think I'm My Ill,
0: Lord, you want this. You need it. Here, let me
8: help you down. <sighs> These Woodvilles are like rats in a house. Nothing is safe from their greed. Edward seems... No, is besotted by the woman Elizabeth. Her relatives now claim half three-quarters of the great officers of state.
6: So your vanity is hurt, Warwick? Uh,
8: Not as much as my knees, madam. I've been down here an age, and though it does allow us to talk eye to eye...
6: (laughs) You may get up.
8: Very gracious, I'm sure. Now... Now, to dinner
0: and to business... Warwick's forces already in England, with the Duke of Clarence as your ally, with the support that you, Majesty, and particularly your son, the Prince of Wales, will gain on landing, he will provide ships, supplies. I will get you there, ready and fit to fight. I'll want an agreement signed and sealed, peace between us.
6: When are you march in and take over Burgundy,
8: England stands back. Done on my part. I made that bastard Edward. Now I'll unmake him.
6: Can I trust you, Warwick? You used to call me the Queen Bitch, I recall.
8: I used to call Edward Friend.
4: You look at the target. Just the target. Let your body align itself. Breathe in. Out. And release. She flies like a
1: kingfisher.
4: Kills like a hawk.
1: Good shooting, Ned. You can be my personal archer.
4: Oh, I thought I already was. <laughs> but here comes a man who can make me look like a beginner. Dick, come and try a shot. Yeah. Thank you.
2: More news from France. Warwick and the bitch have set up a marriage between his daughter Anne and her son. Your Anne? That's what I thought. The bastard knew it, too. He gives Isabel to bloody Clarence and shows me his ass. Sorry, madam, I just... No, I understand.
4: I looked out for her when we were children. <sighs> this means they'll be coming, and soon. Earl Rivers is ready to call a general mobilization. On your word!
8: Score! Five balls! Too close to separate!
4: See? I told you, Lizzie, Dick's the deadliest shooter in the nation. We'll need more than five bulls to get us out of this one.
1: But Ned's brought stable government, wealth, and prosperity. He's
4: also, with
2: all respect, madam, brought enough. In. It Dick. needs to be said, Your Majesty. And if I don't
4: say, who will? No one who wants to stay the King's friend.
1: You're talking about my family. Yes. You object, my Lord of Gloucester.
2: Warwick will find far more support once he lands, because the old aristocracy don't like newcomers. They'll fight to preserve the way things were. What do you like,
1: sir?
4: Dick is as sharp as he is accurate with a bow. The cleverest of us all, Lizzie. Come, there's no time to be lost.
1: Ned was right. There was no time to be lost. Warwick landed. The advantage shifted back and forth a dozen times. Finally, Warwick and Margaret came to rest behind the high walls at Coventry. Edward was outside, Clarence was approaching from the north. If Clarence and Warwick joined forces, we were
3: done. Warwick! Show yourself, man! Are you frightened to come out and face a king? I have a king in here, Ned. No need to take a walk on such a chilly morning. You have a king in skirts called Margaret! Is that how it is with Warwick nowadays? You'll see how it is when we're ready! Come out, you bastard! From all Clarence tells me! You have more to fear from that name than me! I'll be waiting for you! I'll be here! Hold on to your cod, Ned! We'll be there too,
8: once Clarence
3: arrives!
2: Oh, put it down. I'm not armed. What are you doing here, Dickon? You're on the wrong side. I don't think so at all. Why don't you offer me some wine? It's a bloody war. It's not a party. Oh, come on. McLaren's is always a party. I could have you taken and killed. I told you, a party. <laughs> <laughs> What do you want? Or, more to the point, what does Ned have that I might want? If he wins when he faces Warwick and Margaret... They're waiting for me at Coventry. He won't win. He will, if you fight on our side. (laughs) and if you do, what he'll have is everything that once belonged to Warwick. And you get half. I've already got his daughter. Who brings you, what, maybe a tenth? Hmm. Richard, you're too smart for your own good. But not for yours. Think about it. If Warwick and Margaret win, how long are you going to stay on good terms with either of them? On our side, it's your big brother. And me. We'll look out for your back. In this world, the only people you can trust are family. Maybe one day it'll be a different world. But not today.
1: There was no final battle, only a series of encounters between men exhausted by a sea of blood and loss. A breaking wave that drags down with it a thousand, then ten thousand stones. Stones like lives lost. One grief. A mother's pain for every mother's son lost in this war of
4: Cousins. Well, madam? God, rot you, Edward? No, madam. God supports me. Our victory today makes that quite clear. Warwick is dead. Your cause is dead.
6: My son is dead. You will burn in hell for that.
4: It was a battle. He was a soldier.
6: Damn your battles.
4: Yours too. You could have stayed in France with your husband and your boy. They came here because of you. There's no way you can step aside from that responsibility, Margaret.
6: You have no right to use my name. How is the king?
4: The king stands before you, madam.
6: My king, Henry, is a prisoner in London. He is the king. There cannot be two kings in a kingdom.
4: As always, madam, your wisdom shows us the way forward.
6: No. Not son and husband. You cannot. You cannot
4: Can you tell me in all honesty, your Majesty, that were you in my position you would not do exactly the same. Uh, uh.
1: Margaret returned to France and, in good or bad time, died. And we needed that time to begin to heal the country. Six years. Years of peace and quiet and growth. There were our children, the girls first and then the boys. A little Prince Edward who would one day rule as wisely and as well as his father. A nation at peace with itself and the world. And yet some men must always pick at the wound until it bleeds.
2: So I uh, I take it you were there then, when Ned presented the child to the nation and made him Prince of Wales? I don't go south much now, but I was there. Mm. More interested in domestic matters. It makes a difference being a married man, eh? makes a difference when your brother tries to kidnap your bride to be. (laughs) Well, I didn't mean anything by it. It was just uh, a little... Plot. Let me give you some advice, Clarence. Don't. You're not very good at it. Once, I would have broken two of your fingers (laughs) for that, Dickon. Once! You'd do it still if I didn't have 20 of my men stationed around us. What do you want? First, an answer. Why don't you go south? With your brains, you should be the king's right-hand man. You think? It's the queen and her people. It's the bloody Woodfills, right? They do have a habit of stealing everything that's not nailed down. (laughs) And then they steal the nails and take the rest. Pretty much stolen the country. Rivers runs the council. They're ambassadors, ministers, bishops and cardinals too. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, People don't like it. Mostly I find people put up with it, though. I don't have to. Oh, come on, Clarence. What are you suggesting? What if
5: Ned would
2: were... <laughs> <laughs> You can't say it. Even here, surrounded by my people. <laughs> Your people are surrounded by my people. I can say any damn thing I want. I have as much right to the throne as Ned and more than some boy welped by the Woodville woman. He who has it has it and he who takes it may lose it it's not divine right dick actually it is (laughs) oh what like god backed mad henry (laughs) no no i mean little brother you would know that wouldn't you since it was your practical hand that held the blade that cut his miserable life off did the almighty tap you on the shoulder and say oh hold hard dick this one is mine There's been too much war, Clarence. Oh, come on. There can never be too much war, women or wine. If Ned came from the wrong side of the blanket, I'm next in line. The Prince of Wales... Is still shitting his diapers. No. You know as well as I do, and as well as the Pope in Rome, that Ned was legally promised to Bonner of Castile. Warwick arranged the whole thing. He showed me the bloody contract... Never mind Ned's parentage. By any standard, his marriage is as illegitimate as the little prince is a bastard. Besides, Ned wouldn't even be on the throne if I hadn't... Stabbed Warwick in the back, I know. Ever, oh, no. Brothers. Hmm. We look out for each other. Not for bloody woodvilles. Some things cannot be thought. Anything can be thought. And in my experience, once you've thought it, you can do it. So think about it. Have a dick.
1: We see you so seldom, Richard, and yet now you are here. Why are so gloomy? Mm. You know, Ned would like you to be more
2: part of what we're doing. Madam, I would, if only I could, but business in the north, family. Are we family too, Dickon? You know, I would be here if.
1: If. Nothing, nothing. And yet, it quite obviously is something, sir. You may not like me or my family, Richard, but please don't take any of us for fools.
2: No, that would be a mistake.
1: And if nothing else, you must believe that I care for the king. And is England a worse place because of me?
2: Some say it's a poorer place.
1: Only those who have lost. Others say differently.
4: I am loyal.
1: Then say what you came here to say. Because it's quite clear the food, the drink and the company are not to your taste.
4: What are you two being so secret about? Well?
1: The Duke of Gloucester has news for us.
4: I have news for you, Ned. The Queen and I are of one mind, Richard.
2: But not, if we are to believe, Clarence of one flesh. You go
1: too far,
2: sir. You
1: will retract those words. They're
2: not mine. What's he up to now? I thought he was settled. He's settled. On a course of action which will, he believes, seat him on the throne of England. Oh, come on, Dick. This is Clarence. Yes, Clarence. You seem to think it's no more than mischief. He's serious about this. He's saying your marriage is invalid. The
4: little prince is a... He
1: can't do that. No,
4: the question Richard is actually asking is can he get away with doing it again? He's raised a force. It's
1: treason.
4: Well, I know exactly what it is. I did it too, remember? Shouldn't I forgive, my brother? Only if you're Christ. And you can't rise again, Ned.
2: Will the war never end? Not whilst Clarence has anything to do with it.
4: Then he must be stopped. I'll call a council. They'll order such forces as we need and issue a warrant of arrest. Clarence must be placed in a position where he can do no more harm to this country. But I want no harm done to him. Richard, please escort the Queen to her chambers.
1: No harm to Clarence?
2: And yet, where he can do no harm to the country? An interesting puzzle. Something for the schoolmen
1: he has to consider in quiet moments when well oh, my Lord Stafford, Majesty do you know Gloucester?
2: I do of course know of the
0: Duke's great service to the nation and on the council when he attends mm-hmm. Sir, your servant,
2: Sir, yours.
1: Stafford is a man of great energy. I would be obliged, Richard, if you would keep him by your side, where you will find him useful.
2: Don't you mean where you will find him useful, madam He is after all your brother-in-law.
1: It is the queen's wish. If you require another order in counter...
2: No, so, no, not at all. Stafford, you are welcome to my dust, if you can swallow it. Madam, goodbye. You are obviously in safe hands here. I thought
1: that setting Stafford to watch Richard was the cleverest of schemes. Turns out, it was the stupidest thing I had ever done, and almost cost me everything I'd gained.
2: I have the king's order for your arrest on charges of treason. Ah, uh, well, well, well. Dick and his dog come to snap at my heels. You will... Accompany you to the tower and, uh, pick peaches. I hear they have good peaches in the tower. Please don't. Make trouble for you. Keep finishing my sentences. It's very annoying, Clarence. <laughs> <laughs> Ned means it this time. Oh, yes, he's serious. Isn't that why you've got young Stafford with you, to keep an eye.
0: I keep an eye for no one except myself, sir.
2: Hmm. I doubt that. Married to the Queen's sister? I was ten.
0: It was not of my choice, and it is not to my liking. <laughs> I go with no man or woman except by choice. And I ask for no favours, only the chance to prove myself. And how would you go about that? I look to what might benefit me the most, my lord. Oh, <laughs> well, you're very honest, sir. Perhaps too honest? They say that when Satan most needs
2: to gain a point, he always tells the truth. For who believes the devil? Yes, 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 very clever. Now, look, Clarence, just come along with us. Settle in the tower for a while. And yes, eat peaches all you want. And then Ned'll kick your ass and send you back home. You sure? My word on it, brother.
1: Clarence in the tower, an order against him in council. A sentence of death, but one which Ned and all of us knew would never be carried out.
0: Are they as good as they
2: say? Ah, try one, Stafford, but be careful of the juice. Thank you.
0: Mmm. Good. Mm. But you're right, you have to be careful of the juice.
2: He couldn't do it, could he? Hmm? My brother. Either of them. No. But you're different. Am I? Uh, I saw that before when you came to arrest me. I knew then it would be you. Now. I uh, recognise something in you. Just carrying out the order of the council? No. There's more hiding behind your truth. You think you can be king, don't you? Not today, but after, when Edward dies. Henry Stafford, Duke of Buckingham.
0: It's as good a line as yours,
2: or your brother's. <laughs> Should you be telling me that? Uh, of course. Then I'll give you some advice. Call it a last testament. Don't go up against Richard.
0: He's smarter than you. But he couldn't have you executed, could he?
2: He didn't need to. He knew you'd do it. You see? Smart. Another peach? No, thank you. Shall we get to it, then?
1: And that, we thought, was that. Of course Ned was angry, hurt, regretful. Well, perhaps not so much regret... Richard, though, what Richard thought then, none of us knew. The throne was safe. If there was a threat, it was far away in France. Henry Tudor, the grandson of old Queen Catherine and her Welsh lover, Owen Tudor. But at home...
3: All rise for His Majesty! Thank you, please.
4: I have little to report to my council. And as you all know, no news is so often good news. Our agreement with Louis of France holds, and the peace will continue, so men, all men, may continue to increase their standing and their wealth. Revenues from import-export taxes are up. The French loan continues to prove healthy. This is the king's job, to keep the nation content and rich, to keep the peace, And to keep the celebration of this year of our Lord, 1482, as before, at Westminster, where we shall give thanks for the many blessings poured down. Oh, I never realised when I was a young man what the most difficult thing about being a king would be. What then?
1: managing to eat and drink as much as you did tonight. Oh,
4: you have to take wine with each man there, otherwise they'll feel insulted. But you didn't have to take meat with each one too, Ned. But then the cooks would be offended. (laughs) Oh, no. It's finding time to be alone with my wife. Mm. You know, you are still as beautiful and beguiling as you were on that first summer night.
1: There has been many a summer between then and now.
4: Yes, but they were, what did you call it? Cocks and hens. Just cocks and hens, but you and I, Lizzie. A man and a woman. That's.
1: Ned? Ned? The king! Hurry! Oh, come, someone, for God's sake, the king!
5: Anima aims et animae omnium fidelium, defunctorum per misericordiam dei, requiescant in pace. Amen.
2: I never realised you took such an interest in husbandry, my lord We're all farmers in the end And we're all interested in planning for next year
0: And the year after You'll be regent now the king is dead
2: The king is never dead, Stafford The moment he dies, his successor... A 12-year-old boy... ...becomes king
0: in his place. He's in Wales with his Uncle Rivers. The Queen's in London with her people. And you're here in Yorkshire. A child can't rule. I was forcibly married as a child to the Queen's sister for their advantage. They stole my estate blind. Now they want to manage the King and the country for their advantage and our loss. We know where a weak King leads... We must have a man of the old school at our head. The old king's brother. The sharpest mind in the kingdom. We need you. I don't want the crown, Stafford. I never have. But an England ruled by the Woodvilles through a twelve-year-old boy? How long do you think that peace will hold? How long before the War of the Cousins breaks out again? Everything your brother achieved will be lost.
2: They say hogs and men... Uh, are very alike Uh, but hogs never look up Uh, never see the stars or the sun Uh, they have a cosmology of acorns Stafford Uh,
3: uh,
2: very well we need to give our homage to the new king before he reaches London and his family Oh. oh My people are ready. We ride tonight. Send out scouts to find out. It has been done. We can meet him near Northampton. And there ensure he understands how things must be if England is to be safe.
5: My Lord Bishop, what do we do? Who asked for entrance in this manner? The
1: Queen! Now open the door, Bishop, and open it now if you value your position.
5: I do not know, madam. I cannot be sure.
1: Which way the wind blows, it'll blow ice cold from the east straight up your robes if you waste any more time. The queen asks sanctuary of the church. Will you dare refuse it?
5: Open the door. Jesus. Madam. How many are they here? Only
1: my son, Richard, my daughters and our servants. Don't worry, Bishop, the place is big enough for all of us.
5: Sanctuary is a serious business, Majesty.
1: Just remember who gave you your job.
5: God has.
1: Oh, shut up and shut the door! Oh,
5: do it! But, Majesty, you are sanctuary and yet you are the Queen Mother and your eldest son awaits his coronation in the royal apartments in the tower. Should you not be there, advising, supporting the lad at this... Brotherham,
1: you are not a fool. You'd not have got this far in the church if you were.
5: The Duke of Gloucester has support. The people respect him. They understand that a young king will need wise advisers.
1: The Duke of Gloucester may be wise, but wisdom without heart can lead to places where what is necessary overcomes what is good. Now find us some rooms where we may be private. Did Richard want the throne for himself? Did he see it as a necessary step towards ensuring continuity and peace? Does why even matter when what becomes so terrible?
0: They love the boy. They should. He's a king's son and they loved Edward. They wouldn't have put up with the Woodbills if they hadn't. He was a good ruler, Stafford. Nobody denies it, my lord. And the boy will, in time, be good, if he is guided well. After all, he is truly the son of a king, isn't he? And of a queen mother, who has chosen not to be with us today. At her devotions, as a widow should be, with the rest of her children gathered around her, a vast collection of her possessions. The Archbishop is quite crowded out of house, home, and cathedral. She's still the Queen
2: Mother Stafford. My brother's choice and deserves respect. For now.
6: Who are you, sir?
1: You are breaching the sanctuary of the Holy Church.
7: You asked for a doctor, madam. I am the doctor. My name is Lewis.
1: I asked for no...
7: Your friends are concerned for your health and the health of your family.
1: Then I still have friends in England. In
7: England and across the water. Tell me your symptoms, Majesty.
1: Melancholy, Doctor. A deep and black pit from which I cannot climb. Yeah,
7: your tongue. Ah. Yeah. I will bring you news. Take messages if you have them, but only by word of mouth. Eyes, please. <laughs> Wide open.
1: They all said it was my eyes that captivated the King.
7: Lady Margaret Beaufort sends her good wishes and asks you to remember her... And her son, Henry Tudor. May I feel your neck? Better you than
1: the headsman. What of my son? Yeah,
7: turn Head up. Yeah. Well, and loved by the people so far. Yes. The condition is serious, Majesty. It will require a course of treatment, sir. I will prepare slime drafts and return.
1: Thank you, Lewis. God bless you.
7: God bless the king.
2: Edward needs his little brother. He's lonely. Well,
1: then let him come to me here.
2: Why don't you go to him, Elizabeth? He's only down the road. Because... Because I don't trust you, (sighs) Richard. I swear on this holy edifice and every holy book in it that I will not play you false. You executed my brother and my uncle? Absolutely not. They were arrested and tried for treachery and duly sentenced. Quickly, I agree, but these are not the times for leisure. Besides, Elizabeth, we all know the game and the stakes, don't we? And we do need to settle this business for... For the sake of the country, I know. I wish you wouldn't finish my sentences for me.
1: Oh, I think you are more than capable of finishing your own sentences, whatever others may say. Then,
2: simply put, the boy must join his brother. The council, the archbishop, the people demand it. And frankly, it looks bad if the lads aren't together. And if I refuse... Elizabeth, you've known me since I was 18. We were never really friends, but we both loved Ned, and we both did everything we could, sometimes bad things, to protect him. I will not harm his children or his kingdom... I believe in this Plantagenet line, our line, your line. We will go on. We will make England prosper. Please, I'm not in the habit of begging, but if I must, I will. They are my boys. Of course, but honestly, how much time have you spent with them? I spent far longer with old Warwick, who brought me up, than ever I did with my own mother and father. I didn't know them. Look at me. Mm. It's not the grieving mother, is it? It's the Queen worried about her position her future well I swear to you Elizabeth Queen of England on my soul your position and your life are safe in my hands no
1: very well the boy may join his brother but mark this Richard I have your word
0: it was necessary. You know that. It was stupid. I know that. Not at all. Over the last weeks, it's become clear to anyone with any sense at all that the boys were bastards. Your brother's marriage to the Woodville bitch was utterly illegal in the sight of the Holy Church. They could never have inherited
2: Clarence said something of the kind, I recall. Clarence is
0: dead. And now the boys are dead too. But as far as anyone knows, they are still eating peaches in the tower.
2: Do you really think they don't know out there?
0: More to the point with this illegitimacy issue, the princes are irrelevant, alive or dead.
2: You were the king.
0: What's so stupid about that?
2: Nothing, as far as you are concerned. Everything as far as I am concerned. I am the child killer. I broke my oath. I stole the throne. Do you want me to go on? Surely there's
0: nothing there the god of the Plantagenets wouldn't let you into heaven for? Besides, the Queen lives. Her position is secure. Your oath is
4: kept.
2: Stafford, do you know I lost a child? He died, my little boy. Yes, I knew him a damn sight better than Lizzie knew her boys, but out there, out there, every mother and father feels it because we do, because we do. But do you know where the real stupidity lies?
0: Please tell.
2: In trusting you. I did exactly what you wanted. No, you did exactly what you wanted. Oh, please, which Because Rachel. you wanted more. Like poor Clarence, you wanted the throne. But as you said, Clarence is dead. So are you, Stafford.
6: <gasps> Hush, Madeline.
7: Hush, you cannot. You dare not. Oh. People listen, tell tales oh. All is known, you must keep your grief in silence <laughs> Abide in peace For now, I beg you <gasps> Oh, Richard Most say Stafford, but Stafford is dead How? By Richard's arranging A revolt poorly planned, <clears throat> badly executed And Stafford quickly executed
1: Dust under the carpet uh, And now he is king King for a while He is young king for an age then what now for me and mine
7: you must do as he asks no. come out from sanctuary join the court smile mm. and laugh and show off your daughters
1: how can you ask me to do all of that Louis? i would rather die than
7: no madam i think as your physician you would rather <sighs> live and i have the draft that will aid your recovery go on i have oh. a ring It belongs to Henry Tudor. He's in France. He waits with mercenaries and ships for the weather to be right, and then he will come through waves, through the West Country, gathering men.
1: What's that to me?
7: Henry is the last of Lancaster through his mother. Your daughter is the last of York through her father. Henry will swear before God's altar to marry your daughter, bringing York and Lancaster together into something new. This is dangerous stuff, Lewis. Think of it, madam. You could be the grandmother of kings to come oh. for unknown generation.
1: Oh, then I will think of it as I join the court. Smile and laugh and show off my daughters. Did I know, when I gave my youngest son to Richard, that he would, inevitably, have to countenance the murder of both boys? Did I? somewhere deep within me, never to be thought of, know it. Yes. Then why? Because it's what we do. We survive. We smile and laugh and... I once, when I was a girl, heard a traveller's tale An old crusader it was, as tanned and wrinkled and dry as ancient liver. He told of, oh, so many things. Burning bushes and lost cities and gold and, what struck me most, of seeing a lioness in a time of famine, eating her cubs. And I asked him, oh, I was perhaps eight or nine, why, Sir Knight? How could she do such a thing? And he said, To survive little mistress for she knew that if she did she would live to hunt again and have more cubs but if she did not they would die and she would die and there would be nothing left but bones bleaching in the Sun the last time I saw Richard barely a year later he was going away to
2: protect the kingdom madam from this man Tudor that's all I've ever wanted to do they
1: say he has followers they say he is a man as intelligent as you, Richard, but different. They say he's laid plans like a castle mason, sheet by sheet, building up stone and mortar wooden iron nails until he has exactly what he needs. You're saying a win. His strategies can win a throne, I think he may. Is it no
2: longer in the hands of God who comes out victorious on the day?
1: I believe it may not be so.
2: I believe it may. We've been here more than 300 years since old Henry took the throne from Stephen. You know, they used to call us Plantagenets the devil's brood. Well, madam, the devil has a sure grip. He doesn't like to let go.
1: Of those he drags down to hell. You killed my babies, Richard. You'll answer for that. It's
2: what we do, Elizabeth. It's what we do. Ah! Sir,
0: it goes badly. You should leave. Get away.
2: Do I see Henry Tudor down there? Amongst his men? You do. He looks... right, somehow. We must go, now! Have you ever (laughs) wondered, Sergeant, what a man is in this world? This King Richard III. If we run, who will remember us then? But if we charge... As soldiers must mount up, Sergeant. Let's show them how we do it. Shall we?
1: They tell me. My son-in-law, Henry Tudor, tells me, on that last day at Bosworth Field, in that last charge, that last hurrah of the world we knew, Richard rode like his namesake Lionheart at the head of a tiny force into the heart of the enemy. The crown on his head, his sword held high, everything to play for, and the devil take the loser. Henry stood his ground, calculating that his enemy would never get through the press of men and that he had won long before ever that charge came to nothing. And Richard lay dead at his feet. And that Plantagenet crown was picked up by other hands.
0: In Richard III, The Three Brothers, Elizabeth was played by Nancy Carroll, Richard III by Carl Prekop, Edward IV by Simon Bubb, Clarence by Christopher Webster, and Margaret by Amy Fion Edwards. Warwick was Gerard McDermott, Stafford, Adam Billington, Lewis, James Laley, and the Bishop, Paul Moriarty. Plantagenet is written by Mike Walker and produced by Jeremy Mortimer and Sasha Yevtushenko.
1: Tomorrow's drama at this time is Margaret Oliphant's follow-up to the Carlingford Chronicles. The first of four Phoebe Jr. stories stars Elizabeth Spriggs as Mrs Oliphant. Tomorrow. All this week on Radio 4 Extra, Tony Robinson will be reading Pete Brown's fascinating account of history, as seen through the story of one remarkable inn said to be the one-time local of Chaucer, Dickens and Shakespeare.
2: Today, the George is the last man standing of all London's great galleried coaching inns. Imagine a busy, modern-day coach station, a bustling hive of vehicles coming and going, and imagine that this busy coach station is also, at the same time, a hotel, an office block, a warehouse complex, a few shops and private houses, and one of the biggest pubs you've ever seen. That was the George Inn in its prime. A century ago, the American writer F. Hopkins